On today's episode of the Keto Camp Podcast, we work on the mental six pack with Deidre Siriani. disease, if we have the courage to move through it and change our story and move through fear and do the things that maybe we think that we can't do or shouldn't do or whatever the story is, there are gifts on the other side of it. We have access to ancient healing strategies such as ketosis, fasting, and carnivore. And on the Keto Camp Podcast, we are determined to deliver the science to you. We bring in the thought leaders in this space to have extraordinary conversations so you could apply it and change your life. Your body was built to thrive. Your body is capable of healing as long as you identify the interference and remove it. I believe you are a masterpiece because you are a piece of the master. My name is Ben Azadi. I'm the best-selling author of Keto Flex, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey, Keto Camper, Ben Azadi here, the host of the Keto Camp Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am fresh off a trip to Utah, Salt Lake City, Utah, actually Pleasant Grove to be specific and I froze my butt off. If you live in Utah, why is it so cold? (laughs) It was like 13 degrees Fahrenheit, and I'm from Miami. So you better believe that was some of the coldest temperatures that I ever experienced. And I was there speaking at Dr. Pampa's Live It to Lead It seminar. It was absolutely incredible. One of the best seminars you could ever attend. I would go as far to say it is the best seminar you can ever attend. Live It to Lead It Health Centers of the Future is what it's called. But I'm back and I'm excited because today we have an awesome conversation with Deirdre. And we're going to dive deep into her book titled Turn Your Light On. It is time to wake up to the truth of who you are and who you are meant to be. And we'll drop a link for her book down below so you could get it after listening to the conversation. You'll hear about her story of having so many health challenges, autoimmune disease, and why it was a lot of the emotional work that was preventing her body from healing. We'll get into her book. She has different stages of how to turn on your light. So she'll get into those different stages, take notes. It's very, very powerful. She also shares an awesome and easy exercise to develop your intuition. And we recommend you try it today. We discuss the power of your thoughts and why you create stories and what are the stories you are creating. I always say you are the most influential person you'll speak to today. And after today's conversation, you're going to learn exactly why that is the case. How to end the war within yourself. How to find people, find your environment. So you have conversations and and, uh, have people in your life who are charging you up and uplifting you instead of gossiping, tearing you down, and draining you. That's very, very important because you become your environment. And we'll give you some practical ways to change the story. And I I promise you, when you change your story, you change your life. Uh, You really do. We we define, we attach meanings uh, to different scenarios. And 
pleasure and pain and happiness and joy and excitement and anger and fear. These are all what we are experiencing, these emotions from the stories that we tell. So if you're experiencing an emotion that you don't like, that's not serving you, serving your future, serving your family, serving the world, the great news is that you have the power to change the meaning. And when you change the meaning, you change the emotion. I know it's easier said than done, but after today's conversation, you're going to have practical tools and steps to do so. And then you'll get Deidre's book and also check out her website. We'll drop all that down below. And I can't wait to bring it on very, very soon. You're going to love this episode. Before I do, I want to acknowledge the Apple podcast rating and review of the day from We3Cs. Five-star review titled Easy Listening. If you want your life changed, listen to this podcast. Ben takes challenging topics and makes them very understandable. This podcast is so easy to listen to. Awesome. I'm so great because we do dive deep and get geeky sometimes into the science. And uh, we our goal is to deliver that to you in bite-sized nuggets using a lot of analogy analogies and also unpacking some things. And, and that's what I believe is my responsibility to do that for you, the listener. So thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad you believe that is valuable and easy to listen to as well. If you have not left the Keto Camp podcast a rating or a review yet, do so right now on whatever platform you're listening from. Just hit pause and go ahead and leave that review. It really, really helps the show grow. One last thing before we bring on Deirdre. We recently completed a keto masterclass, and it was such a success that I'm going to have another one. And I'm going to change up the format a little bit, make it a little bit different. Uh, and we are taking registration for this upcoming keto masterclass, which is 100% free. But we do have limited space on the webinar jam bandwidth. So if you go to ketosismasterclass.com, that is ketosismasterclass.com, you could register for that. Uh, when you join, we're going to give you a link, which has, it's a Google Drive link with over $300 worth in digital downloads. You'll get meal plans, a couple of my books, and some other goodies we put in there for those who are signing up for this masterclass. Um, I also want to let you know, for those of you who are going to join, to bring a pen and paper, we're going to draw the cell. I'm going to show you how the metabolism works, how keto falls into play, and why we don't want to do keto forever. And there's a good sweet spot, which I'll go over some of those protocols with you. And it's completely free. I can't wait to share that with you. So head over to ketosismasterclass.com or click the link down below so we could finally put an end to all the frustration and confusion out there because it is information overwhelm, especially in the keto space. We are drowning in information, but starving for wisdom. Allow me to give you that wisdom. So I'll see you on that masterclass coming up soon. Go to the link down below to register. Okay. Here is Deirdre Sirianni. Deirdre is an activator and guide to visionaries, leaders, and impact-driven entrepreneurs who are ready to change the world in a big way and aren't willing to compromise when it comes to matters of the heart. She is a TEDx speaker, international best-selling author, and founder of Radically Aligned Life. I love that name, by the way. A coaching and mentoring academy for those who are committed to actualizing their full potential in all areas of life. She believes in the path to fulfillment and living the life of your dreams comes down to three crucial steps and how deeply you embody them. Her work dissolves mental, 
emotional, physical barriers that are pulling you out of the alignment with your higher purpose and from living it fully. Her mission is to wake up as many people as possible to the truth of who they are and who they are meant to be. Here is Deirdre Siriani. Deirdre Siriani, welcome to the Keto Camp Podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. So today's episode, it's a little bit of a navigation uh, away from conversations that we have on the show, which are fantastic about keto and fasting and all that's great. However, I really believe that it's the 95% of the success you're going to get with your health and in life is what you're going to talk about today, Deidre, which is the inner sizing, the mental work, the inner game. So please really take notes and be present. This is going to be a game changer when you apply it to your life. So I cannot wait to dive deep with you about your new book and all these cool things you're up to. Before we do, you have an amazing pain to purpose story. And I would love for you to go back to that time of your life when you had a bald spot, autoimmune disease, um, you know, a relationship that was you had a lot of questions about. Share your story with us. Yeah. So it was about seven years ago, I was standing in my kitchen and I was putting my fingers through my hair as us that, you know, have long hair do. And growing up, I had two older brothers and it was the one thing that made me like the girl of the family. So my hair was like my thing, right? It went down on my hips. It was long mermaid hair. And I was putting my fingers through my hair and I'm like, oh my gosh, something feels off here. So I grabbed my phone. I raced to the bathroom. I put on camera mode and I start angling at the back of my head with the mirror, trying to figure out what is going on here. And that's when I was like, oh my gosh, like I have a bald spot. How do I fix this? How did it happen? Clearly the universe is trying to tell me something because it's going after my hair, right? And so I go back to my kitchen to sit down for a moment just to ground. And that's when I heard this voice come out of me and say, if you don't listen to your soul, you're going to manifest cancer and die in the next year. Wow. Yeah. And so I was just like, what? And then I had a flashback to the only other time I had ever heard this voice in my life. And it was about five years prior. I was in a wedding dress. I was outside. I had friends and family on both sides. My friend Marty was playing the guitar. And I was walking down the aisle so excited to marry the man that I thought I was going to be spending the rest of my life with. And moments before reaching him, this same voice says, this just isn't going to work. Mm. And I had never heard this voice before. I didn't know what it was. And I thought I was doing what I was supposed to do. I thought I was checking everything off the list. And I really did think I was happy and I was making the right decision. So I shoved it down. I was like, this is the wrong place, wrong time. What is that? And now seven years ago, as I'm sitting at my kitchen table, I'm like, oh, wow, like I have four different types of autoimmune disease that the doctors can't help me with. I have chronic pain in my neck and shoulders to the point where my massage therapist actually fired me. I didn't wow. do that. <laughs> <laughs> but she's like, I just can't help you anymore. And I was depressed. And I had anxiety all the time. I had food sensitivities. And every single time I was around my husband, my entire body would contract. And I realized in that moment, I'm like, I'm in a mentally and emotionally abusive relationship. And could it be that this entire time since I walked down the aisle and I didn't listen to my soul, that voice that the universe 
has been speaking to me through these symptoms and the signs had just been getting louder and stronger. So in that moment, I knew that if I didn't change my life, if I didn't learn how to listen to my soul, because that's how my body was communicating to me, that I wasn't going to be around for another year. So I went really deep into, you know, continuing to study with shamans, continue to understand what the soul, how this, the soul speaks to us and really learn how to master listening to my intuition. And now today that's what I help people do. And from that point, seven years ago, I healed myself of three of the four autoimmune diseases. My depression went away. My food sensitivities went away. My chronic pain went away. My depression went away all from doing this work that I help people with today. And it's about being in radical alignment with who you really are and not compromising. And I, I didn't know what alignment was because I was so out of alignment just on autopilot. So yeah, I really do think so much healing is available when we're able to listen to our soul and our soul often speaks through, you know, messages, maybe a voice or a feeling, but also symptoms of disease. Yeah. Ah, uh, wow. What a powerful story. Um, what a time for the soul to speak to you, right? <laughs> About to get married. Uh, no. And and you ended up getting divorced. Is, is that what you did? Yeah, I stepped out of that relationship about six years ago. And I realized I didn't recognize while I was in it, how emotionally and mentally abusive it was. Mm. And so then it's like, oh, I understand why I got that message. And sometimes we can't see things clearly when we're when we're really in it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, I love your perspective on symptoms. It's something that mm -hmm. I am uh, in alignment with as well. And, and a lot of people are dealing with symptoms right now, whether you know, you're watching or listening. And symptoms could be autoimmune, it could be cancer, it could be being overweight, it could be fatigue. I mean, there's thousands of symptoms. But the symptoms are actually an amazing blessing from your a beautiful human body, this innate intelligence, to give you clues that you are out of homeostasis, the check engine light on the road. Like, thank God we have that. Instead of saying, I hate these symptoms, why am I dealing with it? Why are they there? What is the body trying to tell you? And that's exactly what you teach. And I'd love for you to dive a little bit deeper into why this is actually a beautiful thing from the human body. Well, the thing is, our soul, I truly believe that our soul will kill us if we don't listen to our soul's purpose. So that's one of my belief systems. I've experienced huge transformation in my life and others. And the reason why it's such a blessing is because we have the power to transform our body. We have the power to co-create anything. All we need to do is listen. And so at this first stage of really getting clear and, and aligning with who you are, it's you can take a moment just to tune into that symptom, whether it's depression, pain, or whatever that is, and just ask it, what is the message for me? What is the message? What is the purpose of this? And if you're able to be still enough, a message will come. And that is how we begin to trust our intuition. And the more we trust our intuition in our life, the faster we make decisions, the more joy we bring into our life. And we don't have to be in pain. Pain is a, it's, as you said, it's a messenger to give us a sign that we're potentially not paying attention to something. And that can be based on programming, that can be based, uh, based on past trauma, experiences, our environment. But when we're able to tune in, we always have the answers and then we don't have to go outside of ourselves for the answers anymore. And that's really what 
waking up to who you are and who you're meant to be is really about. It's about trusting yourself. And I personally don't believe that enough people in the world trust themselves. So it's, it's a really important skill. It's very important. And, and like you just said, it's having the awareness to get out of the fight or flight day-to-day rat, rat race and find that moment of silence and presence and allow your soul, your body, your God, your universe to communicate with you because there are, there's always a communication, but are you present enough to be aware of it? And, and beautiful things can happen. And I, I love that you teach that. And I, I love that you you uh, mentioned like your soul is trying to speak to you and, and teach you things and don't ignore that. There's a great book out there, came out in 1989 from a, a doctor, Dr. Larry Dossie. It's called Recovering the Soul. That's the name of the book. The title alone is like, I got value just from hearing the title, right? But in the book, it showed a study on the value of living on purpose with your purpose, which is what you just said, finding out what's important to you, what your soul's desire is, and aligning your life to be congruent with it. It's what you taught in your book and what you teach. But in the, this book, the Larry Dossie's book, it showed that they could predict with accuracy, this is in the late 80s, but back then they could predict with accuracy when individuals in America had their first heart attack 85% of the time. And it happened Monday morning between 8 and 9 a.m. in the morning, going to work in their car to a job they hate. That's when they had their first heart attack. I believe that 100%. That's so that's so powerful. And, and the thing with our soul is one of the fastest ways to discover if someone's actually on purpose or they're in alignment with who they really are, if they're living in their true identity. Like you can lie to the world all you want and say, I'm happy in this marriage and my career. And at that point in my life, when I was sharing that story, from the outside looking in, it looked like everything was great. People were coming to me for advice on how to be more fulfilled, how to live live on purpose. But at the end of the day, your body is not able to lie to you. It's, It's collecting data. And so the fastest way to discover if you're actually out of alignment is to look at your body and its symptoms. And we can't lie to ourselves at the end of the day. We can't, we can run away. We can avoid doing the work. We can avoid having the hard conversations. We can avoid looking at things, but our body doesn't lie. And that's what I love about how our soul communicates it will shut down and kill you so that potentially your rebirth and you go on purpose, then you stick in this life and, and not listen to the nudges and listen to who you really are and who you're meant to be, which is your your true identity, right? What we're here to do in the world. Uh, so, so good and so important. You're right. The Body Keeps the Score, which is a great book as well, all about that. And you have a book that just came out earlier this year, uh, June of this year called Turn, on, Turn Your Light On. It is time to wake up the truth of who you are and who you are meant to be. Why did you want to write this book? I wrote this book, so it was about five years ago, not too long after I transitioned out of that point of my life and really made some really big changes. And I had a vision. And in the vision, I was looking down on the world like I was out in the cosmos and the universe. I was looking down on the world and I was turning people's lights on. And I was like, okay. And then I was looking to the right and to the left of me, and there were other planetary leaders doing the same. And I'm like, oh, this is the work I'm here to do. And with that, with turning our light on, there's different stages of turning our light on. At stage one, our light's off. And it's kind of like being in the middle of nowhere, maybe in the forest in the middle of the night, and you have a flashlight, but it doesn't work. 
well, what's going to happen if your flashlight doesn't work? You're going to stay stuck. You're probably going to have a back to a tree. You're not going to take action because you can't see clearly. You're living in fear. You're going to have anxiety and you're going to stay in one spot. This is These are some of the symptoms of what happens when our lights off, we forget that we are a light and that we are on purpose and that we're here to be moving forward and, and really living this life. So in stage one of turning our light on, when our light's off, we live in fear. We look to the outside in for data and we're like, oh, it's not safe to be out there. So we're disconnected from our body and we're disconnected from the world outside of us. We have depression, disease, pain. And we don't really change because we're in so much fear because we can't see clearly. And so at this stage, at stage one of turning our light on, the most important work to have and to do is to start to uncover and understand the messages of our soul. So the past version of me seven years ago, although from the outside looking in, I looked happy and my light was on and whatever. I didn't, people that couldn't see what was going on with me. I had symptoms of having my light off. I was like, this isn't where I meant to be. I wasn't really making any big changes. And, and as a result, it showed up as disease. So in this stage, we have to really start to understand how our body is speaking to us and potentially have support. Maybe that's a therapist. Maybe that's starting to understand the parts of your life that don't feel good and start moving away from that, right? And then there's stage two of turning our light on, which is like being in the forest in the middle of the night and we have a flashlight and sometimes the flashlight works and we're like moving forward and we're like, oh, I know where I'm going. And then sometimes out of nowhere, we're like, oh gosh, the flashlight's off. And this could be something that we're consciously aware of, or we have no idea what's going on. All of a sudden we go into self-sabotage. We go into plain safe. We go back into old ways of being. And we're like, I don't know why I can't trust myself, why sometimes I take big action in my life and I move forward and then something happens and then I go back to old ways of being. At stage two, what we need most is to learn how to trust our intuition, so really developing that muscle so we can continue to move forward. And then also understanding what our core triggers are based on past experiences, traumas, and all of that so that as they come up, we're like, oh, Fear is coming up. This belief system is coming up. I'm going to continue moving forward. So those are the first two stages of turning our light on. And there's a couple more. How is this all landing for you so far? What's 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 it bringing up? I, I love that you look at intuition as a muscle because that's probably what I think people are listening. And they're like, I, I don't even know. How do I? I don't have intuition. Like, how do you listen to the soul? How do you develop intuition? So mm-hmm. maybe if you could share. A couple of practices you teach to develop that that intuitive muscle. Love it. Yeah, so good. One of the exercises I'll get some of the people in my programs to do is just to go out for a day. Just go up, go out, go grocery shopping, go get a coffee, whatever your thing is. Like just go out and be around people. Have your feet about hip distance apart and just take a few moments to focus on a stranger that you don't know. Just push your attention fully on them. Don't be distracted on your phone. Give that person, you know, five, even 30 seconds. If within five seconds, your body will tell you if that person is for you mm. or not for you or it's neutral. So how I live my life, I have a rule with myself now that 
if my intuition tells me to do something, I do it even if it makes no sense from the outside looking in. And it's because I can feel the pulls. And so when I get a pull forward to someone, so let's say that we were at a coffee shop, we could do it over Zoom too. And I'm just in my body, I'm neutral and I'm breathing. My body's naturally gonna move forward or it's going to stay neutral or move back. If your body starts to move forward, there is something about that person and the relationship that is beneficial for you. Going up and saying hi to that person could lead to an opportunity, friendship, maybe your future life partner, who knows? There's something about that person that's go that's good for you, that's, that's an alignment. If your body moves back, they are not for you, not alignment, there's something not congruent. If you're neutral, it's either way. So you can start to go out today and just, you know, three to five people at different locations, take a few cycles of belly breath, get into your body and just notice if you start to move forward or back and your body will say, that's for me, that's not for me, or there's no movement. When we're in our mind, like one of the things that I do, it's really helpful is as soon as I start overthinking something, I'm like, oh, I can't make a decision based on my mind. I don't make probably 90 decisions, 90% of the decisions in my life based on my mind because I know I'm not in my intuition. And when we operate from the mind, we're going to get small, we're going to get small growth. We're going to get small movement, small growth, nothing big is going to happen. But if I can just trust my body and the feeling or the energy or the excitement, which is how your body says yes, and I can lean into that, then I know I'm making big decisions that are moving me forward in a big way. But if I'm like, oh, I'm trying to figure this out, I need to step back, go dancing or do something to get into my body. And then once I've created some space, the answer will come. So that's how I operate. There's those, so those are a couple exercises you can do. I love that. I've never heard of that idea, but I, I love that idea of going out in public and doing that exercise, 15, 30 seconds, you know, focusing on somebody and seeing where your body kind of guides you. Is it towards that person, neutral or away? I never even thought about that, but you're, you're so right. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's like you naturally do that with your body. When you really are vibing with somebody and you love their energy, you're going to go in close, eye contact and, you know, be with them. But if you feel like there's energy is off for whatever reason, you just naturally kind of pull up your body just naturally away. Even like right now, like on Zoom. So, so the biggest thing that blocks us from our intuition, as you said, some people are like, oh, how do I trust my intuition? I don't have it. We all have intuition. Everyone does. It's just whether or not we're actually in our body and we trust it. So if we can fully be in contact with someone, which is something that I teach is being fully present with someone, your body is going to start giving you information about that person's body. So if I really tune into you for a while, and let's say you're nervous or you have anxiety or you're tight in the throat or you're not speaking your truth or you know, you're really in your head, Within a few seconds, within about five seconds, I'm going to be able to read your body and I'm going to be like, man, this person's really in their head or wow, they're really anxious. And oftentimes we don't know what we're feeling because we're not grounded enough to know. And then secondly, we're not grounded enough and present enough with others to actually know that we're picking up their data. A lot of people don't know the difference. So there's a lot of exercises just to get grounded and present and through the practice of that. Your, people are going to be like, wow, like you're, you're so intuitive. Well, we all are. It's just, it's just a practice. It's a practice. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Same thing with memory, right? People, I, I have a, I have bad memory. It's just, you haven't 
developed it. It's not, you know, we all have perfect memory. We just need to practice it. We all have perfect intuition. We just need to practice it. So I love that you teach that. And that's a super cool tip about going out in public. I'm going to now be aware of myself and (laughs) do that exercise. (laughs) I always say structure trumps intention. You could have all the best intentions in the world, but if you don't have the structure in place, it's going to be very difficult to get the amazing keto and fasting results that you want. If you are on the go traveling and you don't want to think about what can you eat to help you feel satisfied and to help you continue getting results on your keto journey, for me, my structure when I'm on the go, when I'm traveling, and when I want to have something nearby that's a healthy snack, my go-to is Paleo Valley's Beef Sticks. Paleo Valley Beef Sticks are the perfect gut-friendly, clean protein snack for on the go. And if you have children, this is one of the best things to give your kids. These beef sticks are 100% grass-fed and finished by farmers right here in the United States. They contain naturally occurring probiotics, which helps increase the diversity in your gut. It contains organic spices. It has high concentrations of omega-3 fatty acids, elevated levels of conjugated linoleic acid, which we know is an antioxidant and also could enhance your body's ability to burn fat. It contains vitamins and minerals, elevated concentrations of glutathione, which is your body's master antioxidant, and it's good for the environment. They have flavors that range from original to garlic summer sausage, regular summer sausage, jalapeno, teriyaki, and they also have turkey sticks available as well. They taste so good that I usually go through three or four, and I think I might set the record for eating almost 10 Paleo Valley beef sticks. Maybe somebody out there has eaten more than me in one sitting. You know, me and my fiance, Natasia, we're always fighting over these beef sticks in our house. We go into the pantry and I hear her unwrapping it and I'm like, hey, are you eating one of my beef sticks? (laughs) They are delicious. And since you are a avid listener of the Keto Camp podcast, we worked out an exclusive deal for you to get 15% off your entire order of Paleo Valley products. All you need to do is head to paleovalley.com and use the coupon code KETOCAMP15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order. That is KETOCAMP15 at checkout. We'll also drop a link down below in the show notes. Something that I love that you, you teach is your internal narrative. So the, the conversations you're having in your in your head dictates the way you show up in this world. And I, I love this because I did landmark education. Have you ever heard of landmark before? Yes, I took it years and years ago. You did? Yeah, yeah, of course you did. <laughs> so landmark, it changed my life. But one of the biggest things that I got from it is that everything is made up. Life is kind of like a blank slate and we create the stories. If somebody doesn't text me within an hour of me texting them, I could create the story like, I'm not important to that person. They, you know, they they don't care about me. Or I could create the story. They're probably at work doing something busy, but it's a story we create. So talk more about that. How do we get out of that negative story we've been creating for such a long time that's not serving us to create a better internal narrative to show up more authentic in this world? I love that question. The first way that I I want to approach it is, you know, one of the fastest ways to uncover our belief systems is to look at our results. So I find a lot of people will want to like, how do I, you know, make more money? How do I attract the kind of partner that I want? How do I want X, Y, Z, right? So a lot of people are goal oriented. So if we look in a a way where it's like, what is an area of your life that isn't working for you or doesn't feel good? And you're like, okay, it's, 
finances or it's purpose or it's health or whatever it is. It's like, okay. So if your belief systems are directly related to your results, then what is the story that's aligned with the result that you have? Right. So once we know the story, because some of some of the time we're talking the story all the time, we're going to our friends, like, you know, we're saying the same story out loud. I was just in a conversation with someone the other day and they're talking about how overwhelmed they are. I'm like, listen, you've been talking about this story for months now and I can't hold space for it because I'm I'm essentially letting you recreate this story in front of me. And as your coach and your friend, like, no, we're not doing this anymore. We're not doing this. And she was like, whoa. I'm like, yeah, well, you're saying the same story. But not everyone's saying the same story out loud, but it's internal. So there's two different types. There's the, what is the story that you keep telling people about your current reality? And then it's like, oh, that's connected to my results. I definitely want to switch that. And it's just like, I'm going to switch the story. My new story, the new chapter of my life is X, Y, Z, whatever it is that you want to create. And then going back to the belief system piece, if you don't have a result in your life that you want, you need to, first of all, understand, well, what is the the story that I would need to have or the belief system that's aligned with the result that I have in love, relationship, health, whatever it is. And then what is the new story that I want? And this sounds super basic. Like we might be thinking, you know, all this is so basic, but it actually isn't. The most basic things are the most transformational. Like if I stop brushing my teeth for a month or so, I'm going to be in trouble. Oh, it's, it's so basic. No, no, no. The basic things are the things that actually are the most transformational. The more complicated something is, the more it doesn't necessarily work. At least that's nature. Nature is the best healer. So what is the belief system that you have? What is the belief system that you want? If that's the belief system that you want, what is the story you need to start saying out loud to yourself, putting on your mirror, plugging into your phone, you know, something that I did when I first started a bit this business six years ago, I was, I was shifting businesses. I was shifting my identity. It was like, I'm a powerful woman with massive work to do in the world. And I'm highly compensated. I was moving through money blocks and also personal power blocks. And that would pop up on my phone as an event four times a day. And every time I'd see that, and then all of a sudden, everything was just a reality within six months. And every time I find that I'm like feeling sticky with something, I'm like, oh, what's the belief system aligned with that? What's the opposite? Plug it in my phone. I'll put it on a, on my um, chalkboard in my home. I had a, a quote on my chalkboard that was like, the world needs your medicine. And that's what's actually got me to write the book that I just published in, um, in June. It was like, the world needs my medicine. I better go and write this book. Right. So it's simple, but we have to show up for it. Yeah, you know, it's simple. It's simple to do and simple not to do. And I think that's where we, it kind of gets a little slippery. I remember Jim Rohn used to say it all the time. It's like, what's easy to do is easy not to do. And people neglect it. Like brushing your teeth, easy to do. But when you stop doing it, you're in trouble, right? Exactly. And, and you're so right about it doesn't have to be complicated. Uh, and it, it, it really, the conversations that we have in our head every single day, there's about 60,000 thoughts the average person has every single day. It's the most important conversation. You are, I always say you are the most influential person you'll speak to today because your conversation, your stories create your habits, your habits create your results. And if you could change the story, you change the habit, you change the results is what you're talking about. So that's a great tip that you just gave about uh, a powerful affirmation, you know, how you want to show up in this world. Uh, you, you want it to show up confident, powerful, uh, beat the money blockage, whatever that is for that person listening or watching, but writing it down and 
putting it in as a, a, an event that shows up on your phone. I actually have a goal card that I write. I have my my big goal and an affirmation here. And every day I'm reading it, I'm holding it, I'm like envisioning it. And I'm keeping it in front of me because what you feed energy to expands. It's that universal law. And in, you said in six months, you, you went from having that vision and, and, and creating an affirmation to actually creating it. Is that what you said? Yeah, within just a couple of months of launching my business, everything took off. And it was just from like me believing that. And, and showing up as that, putting energy behind it, right? Consistency is so like, I think it's one of the biggest things that people struggle with is being consistent. And then also the small things. And I think the reason why we, we don't do the small things is because maybe on a subconscious level, we don't feel worthy of having what we want. But, oh, if I do that, well, then, then I'll, I'll have what I want, right? I'll have to shift my belief system. And like, when I was writing my book, chapter by chapter, and I was writing about stories and teaching. I was like, wow, every chapter is different. Well, what's the new chapter that I'm stepping into? What's the new chapter that I'm claiming in my life right now? What am I, what's the title of that, right? And so if you've been in a place of struggle, whether it's dis-ease, you know, unhealthy relationships, whatever it is, it's like, cool, that's been an old story. That's an old chapter. But the chapter is getting really long now and redundant. And if I was watching this on television at a movie theater, I'd be like, man, like the lead character sucks. Like the director needs to be fired here, right? Like we need a new chapter to keep this fresh. So that's how I like to look at it in my life. It's like, well, what's the new, what's the next chapter? What is, what am I claiming now? I love that. Yeah. And uh, you are the director, the the leading actress, The you are like, you're not an extra in your own movie, people. You are the leading director and actor in your own movie. Please see yourself like that. Your book will help them see themselves like that. And I know this, your environment is very important. It kind of mold, It's more important than heredity. It's like what you surround yourself with, what you watch, uh, what you read, the people you hang out with determine those thoughts and determine the self-beliefs and the stories that you tell. So let me ask you this, because one of the big things I've seen when people change their health habits specifically, let's say they go from high carb to keto or whatever it is, they're, they're changing their ways to eat healthier. What I've seen is that when you change, you become a threat to people in your life who are not changing. And they'll make remarks. They'll say, you don't need to do all that. I love you just the way you are. These little subtle hints how do you set boundaries? How do you show up what you say unapologetically yourself in this situation? Well, I have a story. So a couple of years ago, I was, I, I jumped in and I did a 10 day water fast, which I was not trained wow. for. And I did it to support a client because that's one of the things that she wanted to do. So I was like, okay, well, to make you accountable, I'm going to do it with you. I'm kind of an all in person. And sometimes I'm like, after I'm like, why did I do that? But I love it about myself. So I jumped in. And I'm on day five of the fast and I felt great. Actually, I was really surprised at how easy it was for me. And on day five, I end up going to a client's birthday party. His partner's a chef. Everything's gluten-free. I'm a gluten-free freak. And I'm there and there's like 20 or 30 people and they all know who I am because they're like, this person's worked with me. So they're all coming up to me and they're like, oh, you've got to try this. You've got to try that. And chatting me up. And I'm just like, you know, I I'm on a water fast and, and almost everyone at the party was like, oh, like, please eat some food. And, and, and there's <laughs> one moment where I was just like, wow, this is getting intense, right? Like what's going on with all these people. So I kind of do like an announcement at his birthday. 
which might have been a little weird, but I was like, I can't keep having these one-to-one conversations with everyone. Everyone's trying to knock me off path, right? So I'm like, okay, I just want to make an announcement that I'm on a 10-day water fast and I'm not stopping and all I'm having is water and I'm on day five. So thank you so much for tempting me. You're really helping me with my discipline, but you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not cheating. And everyone, I could just tell all of a sudden they were like, Oh, like this woman isn't going to be sabotaged. So I kind of stood my ground. And I think that was an important thing. And also what I realized within myself was I'm like, Oh, I want day five. I could easily quit. Oh, it's further along than most people. Right. Cause I think we do that in our life where we're like, well, and most people. So it's, I'll, I'll just quit. I'll just take the easy path. Right. And I was like, no, this is a metaphor for my life. I said, yes, I'm all in, I'm committed. And my client ended up not completing it because she was going through some things and she wasn't able to, but I'm like, I'm, I'm going to finish it for myself. So I think the first thing is like being really clear on why you're doing something and then stating I am going till the very end and having accountability partners. I think people try to take us off path because it makes them uncomfortable. It's we're doing things potentially in certain environments that are out of people's, you know, like their, their life and how they operate. And and maybe it's illuminating something within them where it's like, Oh, I, I could never do that. And so I think it's important to stand our ground have also compassion for everyone. People don't necessarily know they're trying to do it. It could be subconscious, right? And then just making sure that we're plugged in and supported in the right environments on a consistent basis. Because I know for me, like years ago when I was married and into all the things I'm into now, like I remember feeling like something was wrong with me. And it's because I was surrounding myself with the wrong people. Like, why do you have these goals? Why do you want this? I'm like, I don't know why I have these goals and why I want this. And it wasn't until I got out of those environments and got into the right environments where I was like, I'm awesome. This is great. Of course I want to do this. And when you find your people, your whole life changes. Mm, That is so great. I love that you did that. You stood up at the party and said, hey, I'm going to address you all right now so I don't have to have this conversation (laughs) one-on-one. Um, water fasting. <laughs> by, the, by the way, people think water fasting, people who don't know about fasting think water fasting means like n- no water, but it means you're <laughs> only having water. Um, you probably got that question. I, I love that you did that. And you also said something that I love. I put it in my notes here. Just like a flower, if it's in the wrong environment, it doesn't matter how much water you give it. You kind of just share what, what you meant by that. If you're in the wrong environment, you could you'd be doing the things you think are aligned with your goals, but it's not going to bloom if it's in the wrong environment. So mm-hmm. I do agree with you. I think it does point to merit to people in your life. When you make changes, let's say you're hanging out with people who are used to eating pizza and drinking beer, you know, which is fine. That's, that's what they want to do. But you decide not to do that. And I do think it points a mirror to them not changing their ways. And it's easier for them to kind of keep you at that level versus them changing. And it could be consciously or subconsciously. So it's easier to kind of bring you back there. But like, what else can we do in this situation? Do we just cut people out of our lives? Do we first have those hard conversations? Or maybe it's a story that I'm saying it's a hard conversation. It could be an easy conversation. But what, what are like some first steps with that? Yeah, I think the first step is understanding that sometimes things don't feel good. And if they don't feel good, it's your body telling you something. You know, I used to be the person that's like, I can push through anything and I'm resilient and, you know, I'm, I'm great no matter what my environment. And I think that's 
you know, that's a stage that I went through. And I think that giving ourselves the opportunity to find our people, to find our environments is everything. When I was transitioning out of my um, eight-year relationship and, and all of that that I really had to unpack, I started looking for the right environments and starting to really nourish myself. And I think that's an important piece because I know a lot of people who struggle with boundaries and why a lot of people struggle with receiving people's boundaries at the beginning is that person sometimes is like, don't do this. And they kind of explode with their boundaries. And it's not really boundaries. If you're exploding at someone, it's an explosion and cutting people off, which is not a healthy way of communicating. It's, I don't know how to communicate my needs and I don't know how to get my needs met. So I'm going to have an explosion and I'm going to cut you off, which Sometimes in life, we do need to walk away from people, but if we can be in our heart and we're honoring ourselves and everyone else, then everyone wins. And it's not about wishing, you know, poorly on anyone, right? Everyone's, we're all in our own space of evolution and we're not necessarily conscious of how we impact people. So I think the first step is actively finding the right environments and nourishing yourself. And then when the old environments or people come up that are potentially triggering you, and your new decisions, know that the triggers are essentially illuminations as to the parts of yourself you haven't healed or you haven't loved or you haven't become clear on and, and strong in. And it's like, okay, like I'm triggered because I don't know if I can actually achieve this goal. I don't know if I'm really worthy of this, or I don't know if I can write that book, or I don't know if I can do the fast, whatever it is. And if we can become aware of that and breathe through it and just say, okay, this is how I feel. This is where I'm operating from. And then a really simple way to create boundaries with people. This is like seriously liquid gold. I use it for so many things, gets you out of so much trouble is I know that in the past I, and then you insert whatever behavior or agreement or way of being you've been in with people in the past. I know that in the past, I would drink a lot of alcohol with you guys and like have pizza and whatever every Saturday and Sunday and moving forward, I'm no longer available for it. Can you argue with that? And you're like, oh, you acknowledge your past and this is where you're going. And we can do that with any kind of agreement without saying someone's wrong shaming someone for where they're at and how we're better and we're more evolved and we're moving on. It's like, that's a part of separation. And anytime we're operating from separation or making people wrong, or we're calling people toxic, we're actually toxic because we are, we haven't embodied ourselves and we haven't really come to a space of unconditional love and compassion to ourselves. And so we haven't really been able to communicate that. So that one sentence, I know that in the past, I, whatever the agreement, whatever, however it's been, and moving forward, this is my new operational system. And that person will be like, wow, like they have acknowledged who they have been and they've shifted. They might get curious. But if you're like, I'm no longer available for that. I don't drink anymore. I'm super spiritual and whatever. People are going to be like, whoa, those people who are super spiritual and don't drink are, are like, whoa, they're extreme. But if you're like, it just, this is where I am now. This is what I'm focusing on. Oh, okay. The biggest problem that a lot of people have is like, you know, oh, you changed. It's like, yeah, I'm not that person anymore. It's like, yeah, but just acknowledge how you have been. And if you can be at peace with yourself and everyone else, like people aren't going to have a problem with it. You might just not hang out with people and have pizza and drink all the time anymore. You know, it doesn't mean you have to be at war with them. And when we end the war within ourselves against aspects of ourselves that we don't like, and we've really transformed it into a space of unconditional love and peace, 
the war outside of us ends in all relationships. And I really do feel like that's the beginning of changing the world is when we end the war within ourselves, the war outside of us changes. And then we can work together rather than, you know, judging each other. Mm, amen. I, I love that suggestion as I know that in the past I've, but now I'm, I, I love that. It's such a great way to disarm people mm -hmm. and not get into an argument with them. And look, if, if you're still having trouble with your, your relationships with your new goals, I mean, then you have that exercise to go to a coffee shop and find a new tribe. <laughs> you could stare at people and see if you get sucked into them or not. You know, your vibe attracts your tribe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like there's people all around. Do that exercise. Easy way to find new friends. Hey, Keto Camper, we've been told for a long time, when it comes to magnesium, look at the forms. And let's face it, there's so many different forms and confusion when it comes to magnesium. But this company called Upgraded Formulas, they've created a nanoparticle magnesium, so you don't really have to worry about the form anymore. The unique thing about nanoparticles, it goes right into your membranes. It's small enough to penetrate the cell membrane. And the truth is most people are suffering from a magnesium deficiency. Common symptoms and signs of a magnesium deficiency include poor sleep, cramping, eye twitching, headaches and migraines, irregular heartbeat, stiff joints, anxiety, depression, body odor, and others. Magnesium is intimately involved in how you look, feel, and how you move. It's critical for feeling energetic, achieving peak mental and physical performance, and looking young and vibrant. There's a current sleep study being conducted right now on upgraded formulas magnesium. Early results so far shown that it was given to 212 doctors, and they had an average of 30% more deep sleep shown on their aura ring with upgraded formulas magnesium. Now, why is that important? Deep sleep is where your body activates its fat-burning hormones. You detoxify, you repair, you recover. How many of you would want to get more deep sleep? I'm raising my hand right now. Upgraded magnesium is endorsed by myself, my mentor, Dr. Dan Pompa, by my colleague, Dr. Mindy Pels, and many, many others. Another cool thing about magnesium is that it converts into melatonin. And melatonin is the most potent antioxidant for your mitochondria. And yes, it also helps with sleep. Look, it's much easier to replace the building blocks than to put in hormones. And that's what magnesium does. If you want to get your hands on a bottle of upgraded magnesium for 15% off, head to upgradedformulas.com. Use the coupon code KK15 at checkout and you'll get 15% off your entire order. That's upgradedformulas.com. Use KK15 at checkout to get 15% off your order. I'll drop a link for you down below in the podcast notes. Here's the question I want to ask you. People get diagnosed with certain conditions, right? You had four autoimmune, you got, you took care of three, have one more. But they, I'm not saying you did this, but a lot of people identify with their diagnosis, uh, whether it's diabetes or cancer. And honestly, I see them get really excited about talking about how many medications they take. It's like they're owning it, right? But it prevents, I've seen it prevent a lot of people from actually healing themselves because they have to let go of that. So like, how do you even become aware that you're doing that? And how do you let go of that so you can allow your body to heal itself? Yeah, I think it goes back to the story. Like, what is the story that I'm telling myself? Am I a sick person? You know, what is the story that we're telling ourselves? 
you know? And then from there, it's like, is this story how I want to feel? And when we can change our story, we're going to start to change our life. And naturally, we're going to choose different options. So if I wake up every day, and let's say I'm struggling with um, chronic pain, and every day I'm talking about my pain, because it's an addiction, and it's a part of my story, too. And pain is just a messenger, like everything else, you know, and I've, I've, I lived with chronic pain, and it's not fun. Um, and I haven't experienced a lot of different diseases and illnesses. So I'm not going to pretend I have, I've just had my own experience. But if I continue to tell myself a story, I'm going to continue to recreate that story. Um, and if I create a new story of like, this has been my reality, and I'm open to changing it, or, you know, I may have diabetes, and I'm in the process of healing it, like small baby steps on our story and how we talk about ourselves, you know, for me, for a long time in my life, I thought I was a slow learner and I thought I was a bad writer. And so me writing my book was like not something that I thought I would ever do. And I remember submitting the first draft to the editors and I did not want to send it. I was like, oh, like I'm a slow learner. I'm dyslexic, all these things from childhood. And we can use that with disease or anything that's going on. But I had a feeling I had to do it. So I submitted it. And then I got feedback saying, this is great. Like you're a natural writer and all this. And I started crying. And I was like, wow, because I had the courage to overcome my story and move through my fear, there was a huge gift on the other side. And I know I'm supposed to write many books. A lot of our pain and disease, if we have the courage to move through it and change our story and move through fear and do the things that maybe we think that we can't do or shouldn't do or whatever the story is, there are gifts on the other side of it. So I feel like it really comes with, is this in alignment with who I want to be and how I want to feel this story or whatever I'm talking about? And if it's not like, what are you focusing on? Are you focusing on the pain? Or are you focusing on the joy in your life? And I believe the more we focus on the joy the more the pain naturally starts to fall away because we're filling our cup up. We're naturally raising our vibration. So there's a few different things that play there. That's super, super cool about the book. I didn't know that you were uh, dyslexic too. I mean, that's amazing. I love that you faced the fear and, and did it anyways. And uh, now your book is out and it's changing lives and it's the first of many, I'm sure. Your, your book, Turn Your Light On, it's available on Amazon. Your website is radicallyaligned.com. But I want to hear from you, for those who get the book, and I encourage everybody to go get the book. We'll drop a link down below. What is your goal for them after they finish the book? What is your overall goal for them to get from your book? I love that. The book is for anyone who's been on the path of spiritual development, personal development, and for whatever reason, still feels like they're stuck, they're in their own way, they haven't created the reality that they know that they're here to step into. And so maybe they have a vision and they're like, oh, I feel like that's where I'm supposed to be, but I don't know how to shift from this reality to there. This book gives the tools, the processes, and the system that I've developed that is going to help you move through symptoms, understand the language of the soul, which is a, a chapter in the book. It's gonna help you move through traumatic experience that you've had that have happened in your life and how to turn those traumas or those imprints into your greatest gifts for humanity and ultimately get really crystal clear on how to step into your purpose and quiet the noise so that you are shining your light and that you're in a space of flow and really stepping into who you are rather than identifying as disease, identifying as your challenges. This book is going to help you overcome them so that you can shine your light and really empower other people to do the same. 
That sounds incredible. I love that. So go get the book. Go change your life. Go gift it to somebody for whatever, just for whatever reason. Just say, here you go. I think this will help you. <laughs> you know, a book changed my life. One book when I was depressed and suicidal, friends handed me a book and that one book changed everything for me. And, and your book could change uh, many things for people. Uh, last question for you is this. So I have a favorite vitamin. It's called vitamin G. Uh, strongest vitamin in the world. Vitamin gratitude. Uh, it's, you can't overdose on it. It's free. It's available 24-7. No prescription needed. So what are you grateful for today? I'm grateful for this conversation. And I'm grateful for the ability to, I'm in Costa Rica right now in the middle of the jungle. And so I'm really, I'm grateful to be able to be in the middle of the jungle and have a powerful conversation with you and, and just be in this present moment. It's such a gift. Mm, I love it. From Vancouver to Costa Rica is quite the change. (laughs) (laughs) Are you there permanently now? Is that where your home base is now or temporary? I'm testing it out. I'm testing okay. it out and seeing if this is a place that I want to be half-time or more full-time. I'm, I'm finding my new home base right now. Got it. Well, I'm grateful for you, for your work and how you show up. I'm grateful that our mutual friend, Dr. Sonia Jensen, connected us. And she's been on my podcast too. I love her. Her and Nick are brilliant. So I'm grateful that they connected us. And thank you for what you're doing. Please share your website again and anywhere else you want them to go check you out or any preferred place to get your book. Thank you. Yeah, my website is radicallyaligned.com. And then you can check me out on Instagram. It's just I am Deidre Siriani. And I'd love to see what stood out for you in this podcast episode. And if you have any questions, please reach out. I love connecting with people's community. And I love the work that you're doing in the space of health. And so thank you for sharing this and, and allowing me to be a part of it. Thank you, Deidre. We're going to put your social media down below. Go follow her, get her book. And uh I look forward to having more conversations with you. Thank you so much for your time and enthusiasm and knowledge today. And I look forward to having another chat with you soon. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Deirdre. Go get her book right now on Amazon. Turn on your light. We'll drop a link right down below. The podcast also has detailed notes for you, like every podcast that we do. And her website is radicallyaligned.com. She's on Instagram, Radically Aligned Life. She's on Facebook. She's on YouTube. Everything's down below for you to just click it and check out her work. Share this episode with a friend. I know that you know many people who are struggling with the mental six-pack. Let's get their mental six-pack strong. Let's work on their emotions. Let's help them find their purpose because that's where it's at, my friends. And if you want to watch the video version of all the interviews on the Keto Camp podcast, including today's, that could be found on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Keto Camp, Camp with the K. And you could see all video interviews on our YouTube channel. Go get registered for my upcoming free Keto Masterclass over at ketosismasterclass.com. Leave the podcast a rating and review. I've got a lot of vitamin G gratitude for you because you listened to the full episode. So thank you. And I'll see you on the next episode. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. 
This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.